Back up, please. Hello everyone. Uh, last time we, when we recorded, there was absolutely no sign of rain, and I'm putting my head out of my balcony. I don't know if you can hear this very vaguely. Finally, the rains are here. I'm back in. The head is head is back into the laptop now. Let's let's talk about. There are quite a few things this time. Some good news on the sports front. Yes, a lot happening in sports. Some good, some bad, and especially given with Bangladesh, the country that we spoke about last time, Bangladesh cricket is on a roll. So they started with a three nil and a final with three over Zimbabwe at home and travelling. And then they entered and reached the quarter-final stage of the 2015 World Cup. Then they crushed Pakistan 3-0. Then they defeated a full-strength India 2-1 at home. And now they have beaten South Africa. <laughs> In the past 13 years since they have been playing at international level, South Africa has defeated Bangladesh by margins of 206, 168, 128 runs and twice by 10 wickets. They have come back and defeated them in a series. It's at home, you know. Ab de Villiers is not there, but still, South Africa, come on. Oh, absolutely. There is this 19-year-old uh, guy called Mustafizur Rahman. Uh, when he played against India, he took 13 wickets at an average of 11.53 <laughs> in three matches, and and he took two consecutive five-wicket hauls in the first two one-day internationals that he played, five for 50 and six for 43. In a team which had Virat Kohli, Suresh Raina, it was a full-strength team that went there. We also had Bhaji, by the way, who made a comeback in that series. But yes, Bangladesh is uh, the bookies would have gone crazy. What is happening here? Our bookies might have made money. Yep. Right. Okay. So while one country is jubilant about cricket, just across the border, BCCI doesn't know what to do with the latest mess that Mr. Raj Kundra and Gurunath Mayyappan from Chennai Super Kings had created two years back. So BCCI had instituted a committee called the RM Lodha Committee, which came out with a verdict about the spot fixing issues that had happened. If you recall, yep. This is when the dancing Srinath. <laughs> Dancing Srinath's career sort of a abrupt end. Oh, Srinath, there you go. Yeah, yeah not Srinath was such uh. a wonderful bowler, lovable, hardworking, vegetarian fast bowler <laughs> is what he called himself, and he did not like himself. I mean, he did not like when people told him that he had to undergo shoulder operations because he was being overbowled by Azharuddin. How dare you take Srinath's name in all this? When <laughs> <laughs> nah, absolutely yeah. big fan. By the way, Srinath is in Thiar jail. About which we will talk later on. Ha! Huh. So what had happened? So RM Lodha committee was supposed to decide what to do with whatever happened. So it has come back with his report. It has banned Gurunath Mayyappan, who is the son-in-law of Srinivas, and he was also team official of Chennai Super Kings, and Raj Kundra, who is the husband of Shilpa Shetty, and a former Royals co-owner from any involvement in cricket matches. And it has also gone ahead and banned the. franchises from participation in IPL and what happens to these players can they join other teams they haven't banned the franchises they have banned the owners of these two teams from any involvement in cricket which basically means that they are either going to have to sell off their stake or those two teams cannot participate which causes a lot of ripple effects on different sorts of contracts that BCCI had in place or rather IPL had in place 
for example, telecast rights. It had promised Sony Max that there will be eight teams in the league and certain matches that will happen. There are deals that they have with uh, title sponsors and all those sort of things, which eh, it can get messy. So it cannot just go ahead and ban these two franchises. If they do that, they'll have to find the replacement franchise for that. Wow. It's so easy to fix, right? It's, it's not about fixing matches anymore. You can fix the outcome of a particular ball. Or if you can get the captain on your side, he can tell the bookie that the 13th over will be bowled by R. Ashwin, let's say. Yeah. And if that happens, the bookie makes a good money. And so you're not influencing the outcome of the match, but you're still pocketing a little something for yourself. Yeah. So now let's see, you know, what happens with this. There were questions about why the Supreme Court or why didn't the committee itself go ahead and ban the teams. The committee does not have the power to do that. BCCI has written contracts which are completely skewed towards them. So, for example, according, so there is this particular clause, 11.3, which basically states that of the agreement for breach of contract, the clause states BCCI and IPL may terminate this agreement with immediate effect by written notice if any franchise group, company or any owner acts in a way which has material adverse effect upon the reputation and standing of the league, which is so broadly written or can be interpreted that BCCI could have could have just done away with these teams, but it hasn't so far. They say that it hasn't done away because they know that if they ban certain teams, the valuations of other teams also go down. So let's see what, what happens now. Just when you thought IPL was getting a little boring, you had non-cricketing news make it more interesting. The previous IPL, I think for a reason, might have been very close. It was one of the closest in terms of results. I haven't been following as much. So, tell me, what's happening with Indian cricket team? Are people still following Indian cricket team or no? I didn't follow them when they went to Zimbabwe. So, before that, it was Bangladesh. We thought, why watch India play a boring team? The cricket to be watching right now is Australia and England at Lords uh, in the Ashes, where Smith scored 200-odd. They're walloping England yet again after losing at Cardiff. So that's full packed houses in a test match. Fun to watch. You have likes of David Gower, Ian Botham, Michael Atherton, Nasser Hussain. You know, when they talk, you learn something new about the sport. Shane Warne yesterday was explaining why Moin Ali should be bowling from around the wicket and why Anderson should be bowling with the wrist, which is, you know, slightly bent towards the left-hand side, reverse swing. These are little things explained in user-friendly language, which you love to watch while you're having a little bit of a snack. I'm recording this live, these test matches, only, only to hear these guys speak. You remember when we spoke about Richie Beno, where he said that it's an insult to the viewer when you are telling him exactly what's happening on the TV. Uh, Ian Chappell says... I uh, will like to tell the viewer what would a captain do in that particular time? What should he be doing? What can be the next ball? Those are the things that yeah. make cricket. Not IPL, man. No, no. So, I haven't been following the IPL or any of the Indian matches recently. Sorry, we completely digressed. We've got enough things to talk about, like the good news, like in tennis, etc. But I'll leave this to you now. <laughs> <laughs> I just got excited by what I've been yes, doing in the last we, test match. Before we come you, you got you got very excited. Carried away. <laughs> okay. So you were talking about uh, sports in England. Let's talk about the Wimbledon that I just concluded. We've got two big names: Leander, Leander Pace, Sania Mirza, in mixed doubles and doubles, winning 
the Wimbledon and that's that's big and Leander Pace we've been reading about him since we were in school when he won that bronze medal back in 1996 every two years he keeps making news he is the oldest he broke his own record he's the oldest to win a, a Wimbledon at the age of 42 in men's that's his 16th Grand Slam Sania Mirza wins her first Wimbledon both teaming with Martina Hingis Yeah Martina Hingis is you know is the one to party this weekend so she won two Wimbledon titles over in two days you were talking about Leander Pace he was he is 42 so trivia let's see you like yeah. all these trivia things right shoot he partnered with another woman Martina Navratilova and won the Wimbledon <laughs> what sorry what was how how old was she was my question i think she was in her 40s Yeah, they were what? Of course. 47? Was she 47? Oh, wow. Yes. She was 47 and she is the one who pursued or convinced Leander to play with her. She was adamant about it and they went on and won the Wimbledon back then. That's amazing because Leander Pace has won 12 of his 16 Grand Slam titles in his 30s and 40s. By the way, he's also won the Boys French Open or rather Junior French Open, Junior Wimbledon. He's won that. He's held the Wimbledon trophy in singles back when he was a kid. Same as Sanya Mirza at 15 she became the first Indian girl to win the Wimbledon Juniors title. Same as Martina Hingis. She won her first title when she was 13. So these three now are well not in their prime but they are winning titles at whatever age is martina hingis will turn 35 sanya mirza is still young in her 20, late 20s yeah and she sanya mirza so it's disappointing about sanya mirza she did have a wrist injury a wrist injury not a wrist it is a wrist okay a <laughs> wrist injury which sort of threw her singles career into disarray but she career high was what was her ranking career high ranking for sanya mirza in double she is number 1 now with hingis singles 29th 27 close enough that was a guess yeah yeah back in 2013 27 was the highest that she got she is currently 9999th in single but she is focusing on doubles now so in doubles you know how people talk about there has to be good chemistry and all those things it turns out it that doesn't apply to leander pace he reached with this partnership with hingis he has reached a century of partners so in the men's game he has had over 100 partners amazing in the doubles event which is unusual in itself but what is even more unusual is that he is the 47th player to do so oh. so changing partners is very is very common place apparently but a trivia we are talking about trivia you, uh, story of martina hingis it's it's like an advertisement for inspiration is she she's she won her first title when she was 13 first ladies double title when she was 15 became the youngest singles title at 16 years old and there was a first time anybody did that in 110 years but after winning six grand slam titles and nine women's doubles titles she retired at 22 with two ankle surgeries she came back in 2005 came in the first 10 rankings but was banned again in 2007 for testing positive for cocaine which she denies taking and it was very small amounts of it that was found she waited then for 17 years for another wimbledon title and then two of them came along in a matter of a couple of days now she's 35 wow. so that is the third comeback and she goes on to to win it and and one of them he she wins it in 41 minutes with an indian partner that's amazing isn't it yeah absolutely i mean shiv khera a story for shiv khera who can put it in shiv khera <laughs> you can win edition 505 version a for all the jokes that we make apparently that is one of the best sellers in india 
and it has been translated into like 28 or 30 odd languages more than that i'm sure chinese are reading it too <laughs> that shivkera book is it's one of those i have never seen shivkera book at a crossword or in respectable bookstores and i don't mean bad by that well i read it out of curiosity when i was in 10th or 11th i think yeah i think it is exactly at that age right from 10th to probably early years of undergraduate studies yeah you go to any book stall on the train platform the prime real estate is given to shiv khera book so it's in hindi marathi english yeah tumhi jinku shakta aap jeet sakte hai shiv khera yes so here is here's the deal so i'm going to request our listeners to do this okay and let's see how many responses we get record yourself in your mother tongue saying you can win by shiv khera in whatever your mother tongue is and email it to indicast@theindicast.com and a recorder is available on your cell phone in your cell phone also okay come on. i mean just pick it up hit the record button say in your mother tongue you got to say you can win by shiv khera thoda emotion okay so please do that you can win but i want that by shiv khera also it is important acha okay <laughs> there you go tumi jinku shakta by shiv khera that was in marathi so yes bring it along bring it on rather we have a couple of uh, chinese listeners also who listen to us to understand our accents and by that i don't know if that is a compliment or a, or an underhanded <laughs> one <laughs> underhanded compliment but yes so if you are listening you can win in mandarin is it underhanded or backhanded it is backhanded i think it's too much tennis in the last few weeks you are right <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason i was thinking of michael chang who did that to ivan lendl an underarm service to win that match because he had a problem in his shoulder before i get carried away in taking you into a flashback of a tennis match played in the 1980s let's move on to something even more interesting let's talk about a jailbreak that we saw a few of them this week oh i thought you were going to take us to old monk rub we could do that too <laughs> that's equally interesting i thought you were trying to remember your you know good times and people typically associate many people that i know associate good times with drinking old monk rum yes especially after a hard days trek or a hike or a lot of activity in in you know a hill station or up up there in ladakh i remember the mechanic with whom we went on those bikes and car <laughs> back then his drink of choice at the end of the day was old monk some people might say old monk ah what forget it that's not how we pronounce it in india it's old monk it's funny that i'm talking about it i've never tasted it but it's something that has a cult following there's a facebook page called comrade you must have read about that council of old monk rum addicted drinkers and eccentrics there are articles about eight reasons why you should date a guy who drinks old monk that <laughs> uh, there is this aviv pereira he's a lead guitarist from the band split he talks very fondly about his love for old monk and i don't know i have been talking about old monk and we've no idea what the new story is i'm very sorry for doing that please tell us why are we talking about this <laughs> because apparently there was a rumor that was spread that old monk is looking for a buyer that is the manufacturer of old monk which is mohan meekan is looking for a buyer because the old monk rum sales have dropped by 54% since 2010 this is like the hali uh, sorry royal enfield back in 2005 it was almost gone and siddharth lal brought it back by doing a bunch of things changing technology and fuel injection engines and rebranding the whole thing by putting a lot of money in it people would want a brand like that to be back because it's a home grown brand goes back to 1954 
market share is down to what 5% today of the rum market in india the consumption of rum has also gone down is what i read some statistics which i will not bore you with but not many people are fond of rum i did a lot of research as to why please go ahead boris <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly a discussion when you need old rum in your hand to listen to this to listen to what we are doing to our listeners sara drink ka maza kirkira kar diya is what somebody might say if they are going to be listening to statistics while drinking an old <laughs> monk rum but go ahead go ahead please uh, enlighten us why is old monk falling let's take it as a marketing case study let's in my notes i have why is old monk losing question mark in bold <laughs> lack of marketing mcdowell's number 1 which is again a dark rum is kicking old monks backside because of sure marketing and supply chain powers that they have so that is one the management at mohan meekan they do no marketing they literally do no marketing when was the last time you saw any advertising from old monk never then import restrictions government has eased the import restrictions so other players have entered the market and a lot more variety is available now bacardi is one yeah one of the biggest ones bacardi is huge then lack of innovation so old monk <laughs> <laughs> give me two more minutes of your <laughs> okay yes because i have, I, i mean i took this seriously <laughs> yes lack of innovation yes so what old monk rum only comes as a dark rum however bacardi has given us dark rum and there is a golden variety and then there is a white variety also so it has something to please everyone and then after that there is a change in drinking habits itself hmm. so consumer preferences have changed because <laughs> 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 no women have started drinking definitely yes who prefer those colorful drinks they want their drinks to look blue and red which cannot be done using a dark rum you need a white rum to do, to do that plus there have been these new cocktails that came up mojito being one of the biggest ones which has become super popular in india it requires white rum to do that so of course the dark rum demand went down at this moment if you listen closely that mechanic that i was telling you about in ladakh with so rinku yeah. bullet that's his name he would be like oh hagao yaar waisa hi do he used to gulp down half a glass of old monk as it is after riding a good 300 400 kilometers in the day as if you're drinking chaas this is a brilliant brand that can be turned around but this can this can happen if somebody takes it seriously it'll be good fun what what else do we have i'm also going to tell you something very startling hmm. a lot of whiskey is made in india but the whiskey that is made in india is not really whiskey hmm. for for genuine <laughs> so so genuine we trying to make this interesting with at least my expressions going here what you are doing is what am i doing what you are doing it's called active listening another another jargon and we are going to switch topics okay <laughs> indians and whiskey genuine whiskey is actually distilled from barley it could also be done from wheat or corn but wo india mein nahi hota hai other whiskey producers they basically cheat by using neutral tasteless alcohol basically which they extracted from molasses and then they add flavors to it and colors and occasionally they add a little bit of genuine whiskey imported in bulk from outside and that is how indian whiskey is made and rum is actually distilled from molasses so the whiskey that we actually get is closer to rum than to whiskey than to genuine whiskey are you getting what i'm saying 
Yeah, yeah, almost there. So if if people say that I like whiskey, they actually like rum. The other very I don't know if I have mentioned this, but excuse me if I have done. So truck drivers are known to drink a lot of whiskey. And what they did earlier was that they used to carry those small bottles, quarter bottles, and throw them out of the truck onto the road, and the glass would shatter, and then punctures would happen. So the manufacturers they solved this problem by selling whiskey in plastic sachets. That's very smart. Yeah, but nobody told the truck drivers not to drive during drinking or not to <laughs> drink while driving. I mean, <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, what are you doing? You are actually facilitating. drunk driving that's for the government to take care of yes wo wo apna problem nahi hai exactly and for these uh, whiskey manufacturers to do big don't drink and drive campaigns and then do exactly something opposite to facilitate that exactly in the packaging but oh uh, well after that conversation do you feel like talking about iran let's quickly talk about what iran the deal with iran oh yes uh, iran so finally after many many negotiations missed deadlines and john kerry who spent 19 days on the negotiation which is a big deal because uh, that is the longest that an american secretary of state has ever spent in a foreign country since world war 2 so he was in vienna with uh, uh, another six countries and they said all right basically the long story short iran you don't make nuclear weapons and we and the rest of the world will trade with you and we'll bring you back mansat anuya tumhala in in marathi meaning we'll bring you back to the status that any other country has in terms of getting you back into the financial marketing system which is the swift code and iran has pretty much agreed to all the points that uh, were on the table so in other words the deal is about they will reduce the installed capacity enrichment centrifuges which is factories let's call them that which will enrich uranium to be used in a nuclear bomb so those are going to be coming down from 19500 to uh, about 6000 and all of them will be first generation so that is none of them will have advanced models for the next 10 years if you want to do any r&d then you've got to run it by iaea and we, you remember we spoke of of that place called fordo which is a place buried in the mountains which Yeah. nobody can bomb so even that place will not be producing any fissile material for the next 15 years in other words the breakout capacity that is the time that is needed to produce enough fissile material for one nuclear weapon that period is down to at least one year it was it was 3 months so if they want to create a nuclear weapon they will have to spend a good one year to do that but before that there will be a few people that will know that they are doing it and that can be restricted so that's uh, the long story short already the first ship of oil has already uh, sailed on its way to singapore they are planning to add 500000 barrels of oil per day to production and as much as 1 million barrels per day in 6 to 7 months wow and india has got some strategic ties with it a few months back you know in in may our um, a guy uh, nitin gadkari i'm sorry which is indian india shipping <laughs> minister honorable india shipping minister nitin gadkari anyway so he and the iranian counterpart they had signed an 85 million dollar deal with a bunch of things happening there and there is this one port of chawahar in uh, southeast iran which is yeah. very strategic where it will be bypassing pakistan and will give access to afghanistan that is the only port which has direct access to the ocean so we need not go via pakistan to get there Three or four hours back, Reuters had a story which said that Iran wants India to take that up seriously now that Iran is back in business uh, with the rest of the world. This is quite a significant deal for the entire world, I think. Right? This is Iran getting a nuclear weapon was one of those crazy something that could trigger the World War Three scenarios. Yeah, but what would be truly historic if uh, any country gets North Korea to do what Iran has done this Sunday? 
that is tomorrow they are going into elections right yeah the ballot box is going to have just uh, the ballot paper is going to have one vote that of its leader supreme leader and it's going to have yes and a no you have to bow to a portrait of the man before <laughs> voting there is going to be a, another security guard or somebody gazing over you to check what you have ticked on if you tick no right. i think we've spoken about this before it's it's treason and this guy has the codes to nuclear weapons in his country so that would be truly historic if they can get north korea to sign some deal which says that they will use their weapons wisely talking about weapons uh, america has still not raised its weapon embargo on iran so they said that we will be watching you closely and uh, all these sanctions meaning restrictions on iran can automatically snap back into place if there is any notorious activity Uh, seen on their side because we've seen how Iran has lied in the past very blatantly that hey no 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 we are not making any bomb and there is this whole military uh, somewhere in Fordo beneath a mountain doing exactly that yeah that's actually pretty pretty crazy so that was about Iran what else do we have so while we are talking about international topics one final thing about the great escape that happened in Mexico why are we talking about Mexico we just loved the fact that there is somebody in this physical world who can jailbreak uh, the most secure prison in a country where the government has declared the airspace as a no fly zone to prevent an escape by an helicopter helicopter sorry and the prisoners cannot communicate by a cell phone because the airwaves are restricted nobody ever had escaped that facility until a couple of days back we are talking about who are we talking about el chapo if i pronounce his name correctly or shorty the most wanted man on the face of this earth according to some newspapers he basically managed to escape this federal social readaptation center number 1 that's the name of the prison which is the most <laughs> secure prison in in mexico so anyway he escaped through a tunnel with a ready to use or a customized motorbike that could run on rails and he was on the other side of uh, the prison underground and he escaped overnight poof thin air movie material Yeah absolutely and there is a bounty of 4 million dollars put on him but they don't know where to what to do next amazing and then i read that this this passage was an industrial feat it featured lighting and ventilation we are talking about the tunnel that was oh. built and he's a guy who has a reputation to call in a truckload of prostitutes in the prison by palming off money to the official 70 odd people of the prison staff have been accused of helping him engineer this feat because it said that the tunnel featured lighting and ventilation extended 1.5 kilometers to a house outside the prison walls by the time the authorities searched that house he was he was gone and he's got a thing for tunnels he's done this many times he was known to smuggle drugs from mexico into america by digging hundreds of tunnels in these passages uh, you know in, in in that border area and he's known to have escaped under a bathtub by another tunnel so he's been part of drug cartels and uh, organizations which are responsible for tens of thousands of murders in mexico and around that area and most of it was possible because of bribes this article that i read on new yorker he says that if a man can buy his freedom in mexico today in such a manner then there is nothing in this country that is not for sale but anyway so it's it's big bad ugly and uh, the most wanted man right now is at large is watching breaking bad somewhere <laughs> he probably is giving ideas for the next sequel so it's a similar thing happens also in india but that is in thiar jail thiar jail is a 200 almost a 200 acre campus did you know that with almost 10000 prisoners in there and this recently happened when two prisoners escaped they basically jumped over the wall 
he climbed on the tree and then they jumped over the wall and tried to escape one was caught and one abhi tak farar hai and you also if you recall charles obraj the bikini killer he was also in thiar jail and he also escaped from there by poisoning sweets and distributing sweets to the jail official saying that it was his birthday usme neend ka goli tha and everyone sort of fell asleep and he just walked out of there that is a bigger heist than uh, shorty el chapo exactly right and also lalu prasad yadav is supposed to be the most well behaved political prisoner in india typically whenever a political prisoner comes in or a businessman comes in he stays there for a for a couple of days and then re- complains about a serious illness which cannot be treated in the hospital and so he is taken out and from there they, he gets transferred to a cottage in the jail complex itself and that cottage is nothing but like a you know a small house where he can meet everyone and just live there but apparently lalu yadav has never done that so okay. he has a television set in his cell he has two personal cooks he can choose whether he can have mutton chicken or fish but that's about it that's it yeah no more hang ups than that yeah so should we give him an award or something for that so the <laughs> government the government is going to have to pay for his accommodation irrespective the choices are either he is in the cm's bungalow or he is in trj ah well those were the topics that we had anything else that you want to add oh photos send us a photo of whatever you are doing right now okay take your phone out your smartphone out take a picture and send it to us at indicast@theindicast.com it gives us a, a sneak peek into your life without violating your privacy in a way take a picture right now and send it to us and while you are doing that please record you can win by shukera in your own mother tongue dramatically that wasn't dramatic enough do that and and in case you Here something interesting happening around you just record that 10 seconds and send it over to indicast at the indicast.com with a brief description of the place that you were of or wherever that is from and uh, we are on facebook uh, just like us there and we are on twitter it's indicast that's about it for this one bye bye